0: E-S-N-Y. Super Bowl? Playoffs? Another horrible season? What the heck are the Jets gonna do in 2019? It's the type of team... That's tough to gauge. The general consensus is around 500 for fans. 10 wins. But for the so-called media experts, I'd say 5 to 7 wins is the general consensus. It's such a tough team to gauge. Why? Because they collected stars. They collected household names. They have the young, burgeoning quarterback. They have the stud strong safety, a position that's so incredibly important in today's NFL to shut down those matchups, those running back tight end matchups that the likes of Tom Brady thrive on. But they don't have the inner structure, the offensive line, the four-man conventional pass rush. And they also turned over the head coaching staff or the head coach, the coaching staff, and the front office. For all these reasons, it's really tough to gauge. I saw this the other day from our guy, Paul Esden of ESNY. He also runs the afternoon drive show for the score in upstate New York. The score 1260, is it? Uh, Twitter's down. Paul, if I got it wrong, let me know. But look for the score in upstate New York. He's one of the top voices over there. Saw this on his Instagram page. The Stick to Football podcast. Connor Rogers, Miller, predicting what the Jets are going to do. Stick to football. These guys have to say. Matt Miller... Matt Miller goes with a six and ten, which, folks, you can't get mad at. Mello, who I'm not familiar with, to be honest, four and twelve. Which again, I don't know how you can get mad at. And then Connor Rogers, eight and eight. I don't know how anybody can get mad at any of those predictions. Esdin's doing a little uh, thing here, which is funny. He's a diehard Jets fan. It's tough. It's tough to to not... uh, The superstar power, the party, the whole hoopla makes it tough to think the Jets aren't going to improve considerably this year. But the depth chart suggests otherwise. Robbie Anderson, Anunwa, Crowder, Bell, Montgomery, Maguire, Herndon. It's a solid weaponry. When you compare it to other teams, it's solid. Sam Darnold, what, what else can you ask for? That is all you can ask for when you take over a team and you're looking to create something special. A young kid who has that it factor. Can't crown him yet, no chance. But from what we've seen during his rookie season, he has those intangibles that cannot be measured at the combine and that you never know if it's going to produce at the next level. He's got that. That's huge. Defensively, Quinnen Williams, Leonard Williams, Henry Anderson coming off a breakout year, C.J. Mosley, Avery Williamson, Jamal Adams, Marcus May, even Tremaine Johnson is a name. The names, the household names, the stars, that's what's driving the conversation right now. Unfortunately, this is not the NBA. This is not a superstar league. This is a value league in which teams need to get it from under-the-radar guys across 53 roster spots. Do the Jets have that? I don't think so. I love the Douglas hire. Gase, will see. Greg Williams, will see. Which, by the way... I, I don't think he's going to stick with the 3-4. I keep saying this for months. People think because they announced it that it's set in stone. It'll be 3-4 on paper, but folks, you'll see. The most common package they'll run will be the 4-2. It will be just a four-man front out of the nickel, out of the sub. It'll pretty much be a 4-3. It'll pretty much resemble a four-man front. But... The thing about the NFL is talent is so even, so evenly spread across the league that it generally doesn't come down to talent. It comes down to talent in the right spots, front office finding value under the salary cap, and the coaching staff. Owner too, but let's, let's throw away the owner right now. We can't adjust that. If the front office is getting it done doesn't matter who the owner is you look at the jets what are the most you look at the nfl what are the most important spots to have that talent quarterback obviously jets have it i believe strong safety has crept into that most important position fold in the nfl they have that with jamal pass rusher they do not they do not have an edge pass rusher, which is critical. Everyone's talking about interior pressure. Look at the top sack getters from last year. It's all interior guys. Yeah, but those interior guys had support on the edge. Without that support on the edge, they're not getting those sacks. It's about balance first. Offensive line. They don't have it. Kalichio assembly will not get it, will not round out the group alone. And until proven otherwise, this offensive line is among the league's worst. According to Football Outsiders a year ago, they were dead last in adjusted line yards per scrimmage, ranked 32nd. Better in the pass than the run, uh, in terms of Football Outsiders' power rankings. But that adjusted line yards is the most, in my view, the most important statistical measure for offensive lines that there has ever been over the course of this league and, of course, of the, the, over the course of this sport. So I think people are getting fooled a little bit right now. Now, can they make the playoffs? Can they win 10? 9, 10, even 11 games? Yes, of course. This is football. There's only 16 games. Talent is not the number one thing in this league, unlike the NBA. It, this, this is a game where if you get off rolling early, you start off 2-0, and 3-0, 4-1, that momentum can carry you to an unexpected season. So yeah, of course, of course they can win 9, 10, 11 games. No no question about it. But what are realistic expectations? Gauging this roster, this depth chart, where they are, I know Douglas wants to improve that offensive line immediately. It is so dire right now. Based on where they are, six wins is my realistic expectation. Darnold is not complete without that offensive line. Anunwa, Anderson, Bell, that's all great. It's all great. And when comparing the talent and the household names to other teams, the Jets are right there, if not better. But you need the infrastructure. The most important positions. Quarterback, strong safety, edge rusher, offensive line, Half of, those, half of those positions are missing, are in dire straits for the Jets, and have been for a long time. O-line and edge rusher. What needs to happen for them to get to 10 wins? Kalichi assembly needs to return to all-pro form. If he does that, and Kelvin Beecham, who will be 30 by the time camp opens, if I'm not mistaken, and Brandon Shell steps up, and Jonathan Harrison becomes a pro, and this unit could climb into the upper half of the league, 10 wins is on the plate. There's no question about it. But that's the critical part. That offensive line somehow coming together, experiencing zero injuries. Chuma Adoga, okay, maybe if Chuma is a player, they could experience an injury on the outside and be okay. Along the interior, Tom Compton, I'll give this for McCagnan, although he only drafted three offensive linemen and 34 total picks, two fifth-rounders and a third-rounder, a football sin. He did add depth. Tom Compton is a tremendous sixth offensive lineman, fourth interior offensive lineman on a depth chart. True Madoga, we'll see. We gotta see. The offensive line's best Attribute right now, the best hidden attribute is Trevin Wesco. The man can block. And based out of Gase's offense with no fullback, a lot of zone splits, Wesco as that number two tight end, that sixth offensive lineman, will be huge. Le'Veon Bell, the question of whether or not he could lift the offensive line remains a huge question. If you look at his yards per carry, it's dropped significantly in his career. 27 is old for a running back. Yes, it is. I keep hearing 27 is not old for a running back. Oh, it's old. It's old. Look at the top rushers from a year ago. All were 25 and under. Look at it year after year. Rarely does a guy at this age get it done. Curtis Martin did. It was in another world. That was in another world with a great offensive line, Mawai Fabini. Le'Veon uses his offensive linemen more patiently and methodically than any running back I've ever seen. He sets up second level defenders in such a way that it blows your it blows your mind. So how Le'Veon lifts their play, I don't know how that how that uh, comes to fruition yet. It'll take a good month for Le'Veon and the O-line to get on the same page. In the passing game, Le'Veon's ready to go. There's nothing that needs to, uh, you know, be worked out. The rushing game, yes. And Gase, because Levion's Le'Veon, style is so methodical, Gase will have to adjust his game plan to a lot more counters, a lot more draws, a lot more misdirections, the plays that allow for more patience. Defensively, Jamal Adams. Man, I am am looking forward to the day. This guy is playing. He's already the best safety in the league. But I am looking forward to the day this guy is not handicapped anymore. Meaning, the moment he plays behind a legitimate four-man pass rush is the moment he takes over the world. He's doing this. He made second team all pro last year without a legit pass rush. Now, the Jets improved in terms of overall sacks from a year ago, but still, that consistent pass rush was not there. And the most important factors of a football team start up front because everything trickles down after that. The wide receiver doesn't impact the offensive line. The offensive line impacts the wide receiver. You know, people could say, oh, the the Jets will cover. They'll, They'll cover in the secondary, which will help the defensive, the pass rush. To a point, to a very limited point, the impact is nowhere near the other way around. So realistic expectations... Six wins. Until I see the offensive line come together in some form, six, seven wins, looking at Darnold to take that next step, even though he's going to be under duress. But it is not out of the realm of possibility they could win nine or even ten. But a lot has to break right A lot. And when looking at the most critical positions in the NFL, you'll come to realize this. Tom Brady, the most underlooked aspect about the Patriots over two decades with Tom Brady is that their offensive line doesn't allow anybody to touch this man. Dante Scarnecchia, Bill Belichick... Their offensive line is always one of the best in the league. Coaching. How to get away with certain things. Structure. How many times have you watched a game and Tom Brady is just sitting in that pocket for seven, eight seconds? It's absurd. The Chiefs. How good was their line last year? Tremendous. Yeah, Andy Reid came into the season with, with a few wrinkles that took the league by storm. The jet sweep, the uh, simultaneous jet sweep going both directions, east-west. Mahomes must have had 7-8. Easy touchdown passes on shovel passes to uh, Tyreek Hill and company. <laughs> Andy Reid's going to have another wrinkle this year, but it's the offensive line that allows him to do this. The Saints, Drew Brees, that line. Eric McCoy, they lost their center, Max Unger. What do they do? They don't hesitate. They already have one of the best lines in the league. They move up in the second round, get their guy out of Texas A&M in Eric McCoy. If you look at their line, I think they have two first-rounders, two second-rounders, and a third-rounder. Might even be better now that unger is gone and McCoy's in. Rams. Look at Gurley. Track Gurley's history. His first year wasn't too hot. The moment they brought Whitworth in and cemented that O-line was the moment Gurley took off. And the same year Goff took off. Jared Goff was not that good in his first year. You want to call it experience? Uh, Sure, it has something to do with it. But what's in front of him means so much more. And those were the top four teams from last year on Championship Sunday. All offensive lines dominant. Kareem Hunt to Damian Williams, what's the difference? Doesn't matter. The salary cap ensures that talent spread across the league is so similar that it creates parity. But you have to realize this, that the talent is so similar that the areas that win games are quarterback, Offensive line, a conventional pass rush because you can't blitz in today's game. It's too quick. Three-step drop rules. You can't do it. Rex Ryan, that's why Rex Ryan experienced success early, 2009, and it just kept on dropping off after 2010. He leaned on Revis. Revis was an all-timer. You could, of course, don't take it to the extreme. Of course, blitzing is still part of the game. But it doesn't work like it used to. You need that that conventional rush to get it done. Quarterback, O line, conventional rush, strong safety. Cover corner is still big too, which the Jets lack. Coaching staff and front office. Those, when you look around the league and you look at the good teams, that's what gets it done. And the Jets have the quarterback, they have the strong safety don't have the offensive line, they don't have the trenches, they don't have the rush. Until that's proved otherwise, nobody can get mad at a four-win, five-win, six-win projection. It's just that simple. But hey, if Douglas is the real deal, and Gase is the quarterback whisperer, and we do see improvement this year, eight and eight, 9-7, 9 and 7 The Jets are this close away. Just one draft, one off season away from true championship contention in 2020. It is legitimate. They can win the Super Bowl in 2020. If all goes right in 2019